Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. A burka-clad apparition descended on her. immediately started praying to her patron monk, but the phantom kept coming. The ghost doesn't speak Thai, she concluded in a panic. She jumped up and ran to her roommate's bed. Well, it certainly sounds like an exciting Frontier Mission story today, and we will get you right into it. But before that, a quick reminder to you that if you feel God is preparing you for mission service, please call Adventist Frontier Missions at 800-937-4236 and ask for more information on how you can give your life in overseas mission service. That's 800-937-4236. Or you can visit our website, afmonline.org, and click on Get Involved. That's afmonline.org. And select Get Involved to find out how you can become a missionary. Our story today is narrated by Ricardo Palacios. It's titled, The Ghost Who Didn't Speak Thai. Hi, my name is Ricardo Palacios, and together with my wife Alicia, my two children Gabriel and Daniel, we spent several years in Konken, Northeast Thailand. The story that I'm going to be sharing with you today is very meaningful to us because it's a story of a woman who was the first person to be baptized in our project. Her name is Nok. Everyone said the factory was infested with ghosts, but Nok didn't believe it until she saw one for herself. This was certainly not what she had bar bargained for when she accepted a job as a quality control inspector at a Gap factory in Brunei. Nok had just gotten into bed when, suddenly, there it was. A burka-clad apparition descended on her. She immediately started praying to her patron monk, but the phantom kept coming. The ghost doesn't speak Thai, she concluded in a panic. She jumped up and ran to her roommate's bed. Her roommate, a Catholic Filipino, showed her a picture of Jesus and advised Nog to pray to him. The next night, the ghost returned. Nog closed her eyes and choked out the words in broken English just in case Jesus and the ghost didn't understand Thai. Jesu, help me! I don't want to die! Nog felt a comforting warmth and opened her eyes. The room was filled with glorious brightness and she felt safe. Soon, the room returned to normal, and she began to wonder if it had all been a dream. 
but her roommates had seen the shining light as well. I realized that God knew me already, Knox says, and I believed in him. For the duration of her five-year work stint in Brunei, Nock attended Mass weekly with a Catholic friend. I didn't understand anything, she said, but I believed in God. When Nock returned to Thailand, she wanted to become a Christian, but her mother became very angry and forbade it. It wasn't until several years later, after her mother's death, that she met a Christian man named Mats. She attended church on Sunday with him twice, but had no desire to go again. Then, she was introduced to Lung Chun, who invited her and Mats to our worship on Saturdays. Mats came a couple of times before Nock joined him. We were focusing on prayer the day they came together, and Mats shared how it had occurred to him to pray that Nock would become a Christian. A few hours later, she had come to him and said, I'm going to that church with you this Saturday. The rest is history. Nock changed her work so she could attend every Sabbath, and she began Bible studies too. I believe in God, Nock says, but I didn't know anything about him. The more I learn about him, the more I love him. God has known Nock from before she was knit together in her mother's womb. He has been close to her, even when she knew nothing of him. As she has grown in her knowledge and faith, she can already look back and laugh at some of the things she believed, grateful for what she knows now. Every person's journey is different, and it may take years before we see God weaving life experiences together until a person comes to receive adoption into his family. Some, like our friend Nog, begin their journey by coming to him with a need or a problem, and they find their answer in him. Also, we have a number of friends here who are not in crisis or experiencing a need, but they are looking for anything that will improve their lives and enhance their family experience. Our prayer is that, as Jesus is revealed through Christian community at Peace Music Academy, our music school in Konken, and other social contexts, these people will gain a new curiosity and hunger that leads them to God. Perhaps this is already happening. At Knox's baptism, we had our first church visit from a music school student and her father. The father has since told Chris Sorensen, our friend who is still in Konken, that he would like to attend each Sabbath and help with piano playing. Knox's journey and the other journeys just beginning reminds us to continue in dependence on God, who has proven that He is the one who starts and finishes the great work of redemption in each heart. During their time in Konkan, the Palacios discovered that many people had had experiences with ghosts. And, in reality, many of those people had wanted to have their relatives, who had already died, come and visit them and give them good advice. The following story Ricardo is going to share with us relates to their expectations that the spirit world is always at work around them.
A gust of wind slammed the classroom door shut with a big bang, interrupting Cruz Go's story. Crew is a word for teacher. She jumped and immediately began to why, that is, greet, in the direction of the door, folding her hands and bowing slightly. Kotod. I'm sorry, she said softly, apologizing to the presence she was sure was there. Kunkru had started our class by explaining that she shared certain stories to teach us about Thai culture and beliefs, and that she did not want to frighten or alarm anyone. However, there were, she said, several occasions when students and teachers had heard footsteps in an empty room or seen the light switch on and off independent of human touch. She had just been explaining that these events began after death of two students whose studies had been cut short by a fatal accident. Then the door slammed shut. Kunkru regained her composure, wide again, and continued telling how one of her students had started weeping as she talked about ghosts. I started to comfort her, Kunkru said, to tell her that these were just stories. But she shook her head and told me she had seen the ghost of her dad, who had died, hovering above me. When you look around the room, what do you see? The reality is if our eyes were open like those of Elisha's servants, we might be just as surprised as he was. Even though we live in a place where we do not see on a regular basis manifestations of evil, or probably angels, when we go and travel to other cultures, we realize that the spiritual world and the spiritual manifestations of both good and evil are very real. How can we respond to the influence of evil in whatever form it comes? Listen to what Dida did. It wasn't the first time Dida had heard voices. When he closed his eyes to go to sleep, but this time was very different. Before, the voices had softly whispered, Niap, Niap, Quiet, quiet. And Dida had been able to ignore them and go to sleep. But now, a few days after his baptism, the voices took on the sound of an angry mob. Whenever he shut his eyes, he saw leering faces closing in on him, their sinister smiles distorting and stretching wider and wider. Dida began to pray. As I prayed, the voices got louder and louder until I said the name of Jesus, he told us. Then they faded away. Dida and his sisters are a blessing to the work here in Konken. They have helped us set up and advertise for our music school, and it's so encouraging to see how God is working in their lives. Jesus is the answer to whatever evil that comes our way. Jesus is truly the answer to any evil that comes our way. The Thai culture claims Buddhism as its main religion, yet in this country one sees much spiritualism at work. Listen as Pastor Palacios explains how these two mix in Thailand, forming a worldview that does not separate one from the other. One of the things that we were able to learn while living in Thailand is that even though the majority of the Thai people, beautiful people, 
are Buddhists is not a Buddhism that is, I would consider it pure in the sense that it's not only the philosophical Buddhism that we are acquainted with here in the West, but the reality is that this Buddhism has merged also with animistic beliefs. One example of this is we lived in a gated community in Konken. And once a year, they run a white string that would start at a spirit house. And they would run that string and connect it to every single house in the village. The purpose was to ask the spirit of the village to protect every single home that was there. When our son Daniel saw that, he said, Dad, we have to cut that. Because he understood that every home in the area had been dedicated to the spirit that took care of our village. But what we wanted is the Holy Spirit, the spirit from God to take care of our home. So one day we came back to our home and we found that the string had been cut in our home. We look at Daniel. He smiled. We knew what had happened. As young as he was, nine or ten at that time, he wanted to give our home completely to God. We had decided to pray over our house and trust God for his protection. But our son Daniel, in faith, took the next step and cut the string, severing all ties with evil spirits. How beautiful to see his faith even at that age. These kind of events help us to realize that living in Thailand, you are much more prone to see manifestations of both spirits, ghosts, and why not? Manifestations also of the Spirit of God working there. And a little missionary child shall lead them. Not ready to launch overseas yet? Well then, why not adopt a missionary and support them through your prayers and donations? To lend your assistance, visit afmonline.org. That's afmonline.org. Thank you.